Welcome to everyone, and thank you for joining us today. My name is Melody Banky. I am a Senior Investment Advisor and Certified Financial Planner at Arnrich Messina, a Portland-based investment advisory firm bringing our unique and disciplined process to high net worth families, nonprofit organizations, endowments, and foundations. Today, I'm here with Adam Clough, an advisor with Bridge Financial Group in Portland, Oregon, which is a firm that specializes in working with high net worth families and their advisors to create personalized wealth transfer plans and life insurance portfolios to protect family assets, business interests, and charitable legacies into the future. Adam is Director of Insurance Planning, and prior to joining Bridge Financial in 2019, I had the pleasure of working very closely with Adam for nearly a decade at M Financial Group. In doing planning work with our clients, a very common question that comes up is whether they need long-term care insurance, should they self-fund these potential advanced age expenses, or look at alternative solutions. Adam, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Melody. I'm glad to be here. As you mentioned, our firm, Bridge Financial Group, designs and manages life insurance portfolios for affluent families in the ongoing context of their estate and business plans. And while we do focus on the life insurance planning, there can definitely be some overlap with long-term care insurance, and it's an area where we frequently receive questions. So I'm happy to be able to discuss planning options with you. So Adam, let's start with what is long-term care insurance? Is a great starting point. Long-term care insurance covers the cost of care for a medical condition that impairs activities of daily living. The healthcare and insurance industries have categorized activities into six different categories. These are items such as eating, bathing, dressing, et cetera. And most long-term care policies are triggered when two or more of these activities become impaired. The insurance kicks in after a short elimination period, which can be thought of kind of like a deductible. The most common elimination period on most policies is 90 days, after which the expenses are covered by the policy. And the care can be provided at home, in a facility, uh, it really depends on the type of policy. Most people consider purchasing this coverage in their 50s or 60s in anticipation of care costs later in life. And Adam, what is the likelihood of, of experiencing a claim? Well, I wanted to share a couple quick stats on LTC claims that might help put the risk in context from a planning perspective. The average duration of a long-term care stay is three years, uh, with the average annual cost of a private long-term care facility coming in right around $106,000 a year. So quick math, that means the total out-of-pocket is $318,000 for your average long-term care claim. Uh, the probability of experiencing a claim is right around 50%, but interestingly, it's 36% for men and 64% for women. Um, the last item I'll mention on the stats is that 68%, just over two-thirds of long-term care claims, actually occur after age 80, which generally is when lifestyle expenses, such as travel, have tended to reduce. So we find this data helpful to keep in mind when modeling future long-term care expenses. Wow, these are some very interesting statistics, Adam. What types of insurance policies are available? Well, it helps to start with a little bit of history on the types of, of products available in the long-term care insurance space. So 30 plus years ago, there was really one approach, individual long-term care insurance. 
Um, these policies used to be less expensive, but the premiums have risen dramatically over the last 10 to 20 years due to the fact that the insurance companies had underpriced the risk of rising long-term care insurance costs. So today there are actually very few options in this category. Um, two other product options that have been developed more recently, both are based on an underlying life insurance platform. The first is really just like traditional life insurance with an added long-term care feature, which functions by paying some or all of the death benefit early for long-term care expenses if you qualify for a claim. Uh, the second is something called a hybrid life long-term care policy, which also uses a life insurance platform, but is really designed to minimize the death benefit component and focus on maximizing the long-term care insurance component. Thanks, it's helpful to understand the historical as well as more recent developments around long-term care options. Uh, my final question is, what are some of the key items that people need to keep in mind when considering whether they may need long-term care insurance? That's a great question. Just like any other type of insurance, finding a balance between the cost of the coverage and the probability of actually using the coverage is key. So for our firm, we stay focused on the policy's rate of return uh, which allows us to compare different policy options and also put the cost and benefit of the coverage in context with other planning tools, such as investments. And I'll say right off the bat, many of your clients may not need to purchase long-term care. If they're comfortable self-insuring uh, with a portfolio that generates enough income to fund their projected future long-term care costs, we'd recommend that they don't purchase a long-term care policy. Uh, for clients who do have a gap between their projected future income needs and long-term care costs, a long-term care policy can be an important part of their financial planning. And I would suggest modeling different scenarios with the investment advisor can be very helpful in creating clarity about how much coverage is really necessary. And for clients who feel strongly that they want coverage and who may have other estate planning needs for life insurance, the rider approach uh, on the life insurance policy can achieve both goals and provide an attractive rate of return. For clients who really have a minimal life insurance need, we often see the hybrid products used. Um, and I'll just share two other quick things that are currently uh, we're seeing in, in this space. A common fact pattern that we're seeing uh, actually relates to repurposing older life insurance policies that are no longer necessary for a state planning objective. Uh, we found this especially to be true where the older policy is not meeting original projections due to low interest rates and might require significant future premiums. Several of our clients have recently shifted these policies into new policies with long-term care features, really designed for that long-term care need in the future and less focus on the life insurance and have liked that these options are not interest rate sensitive. And then finally, the last item I'll mention is a timely update from the state of Washington. Uh, Washington recently passed the Long-Term Care Trust Act, which is the first of its type by creating a very basic public insurance program for uh, residents of Washington for long-term care needs. Uh, maximum lifetime benefits are going to be 36,500 per person, which will be adjusted uh, for inflation going forward. And this program is going to be funded with a payroll tax of 0.58% on each W-2 employee in the state of Washington. This act goes into effect on the 1st of January, 2022. And it actually still gives residents until November of this year, 2021, to have a long-term care policy in place and to apply for an exemption from the payroll tax. Being that there's no cap on the amount of income the payroll tax will apply to, high income earners are likely to pay more in taxes than they'll be eligible to receive in benefits. 
So I would suggest this is a, an issue of current importance for your clients who are Washington residents and have a need for long-term care insurance. There's a window of time to get the coverage in place and opt out of the, the additional payroll tax. Um, for advisors or clients outside of the state of Washington, I'd suggest this is an important trend to watch uh, because long-term care continues to be an area of, of focus and this might be the first of more to come. Well, thank you, Adam, for sharing your thoughts on long-term care insurance. Uh, your insights and your expertise are very helpful as our clients ponder whether they may need long-term care insurance, consider self-funding this expense, um, and knowing that there are other options available. Do you have any final thoughts to share on the topic before we wrap up today? Well, it's been a pleasure to talk with you. I would appreciate the opportunity to collaborate with you, modeling different uh, costs and benefits of different options when you look at long-term care insurance needs uh, and where it might serve a planning need. And I'll look forward to future questions and conversations. Thanks, Adam. You can find Adam at Bridge Financial or at www.bridgefg.com. And you can always visit our website at armrichmessina.com where you'll find details about our team and a blog where we post relevant articles about financial planning topics. Thank you, Adam, for being here today and thank you to our audience for joining us. Thank you for listening to Arnrich Messina's podcast. Please see the podcast description for important copyright and disclaimer information.